Welcome back to the Limitless Life Podcast, or welcome if you're new here. As you are listening to this podcast, I am actually sitting on a plane, probably right now, returning from a week in California, where I actually got to spend time in real life with my guest who is on this podcast today, the Samantha Parker. She is an incredible social media manager, but also she's just a badass and she's hilarious. And we have such a fun time talking to each other. And I appreciate that she giggles as much as I do, because that's a thing. I just giggle all the time. And so when you put Sam and I together, we have amazing conversations and lots of laughs. Before we dive into this episode today, I just want to let you know, and I'm super excited about this, registration for my eight-week live group coaching program is open, The Money Cure. This is one of my signature programs. It makes me so excited to get to teach this program. It actually used to be called Ignite, but I have renamed it to be more suitable for what it actually does for you. This is not just another self-paced program that you're going to buy and do nothing with. It's a transformational journey. I've designed it powerfully to give you the essential tools and the unwavering support and all of the proven strategies you need so you can experience lasting transformation and actually bring more money into your life, bring more abundance into your life. You're going to uncover and transform your limiting beliefs and energetic blocks. You're going to be able to navigate resistance and set powerful goals and intentions. And you're going to learn how to harness the power of your subconscious mind and your energetic systems because they work together. And guess what? This is not just about money because as you start breaking free from those money limitations, you know what happens? You start to experience a friggin' profound shift in all areas of your life and you're going to gain clarity so you can more easily make decisions that actually align with your true desires and values. If you're tired of hitting those roadblocks whenever you try to improve your financial situation or you're tired of repeating old patterns and getting stuck in those scarcity cycles or maybe you want to make more money but you can't even imagine how it's possible possible to bring it in, then this program is for you. The money cure is for you. I'm going to link it up in the show notes. You can also check out my Instagram and listen, I get it. It's scary to invest in yourself, but you know, it's scarier being in the exact same place three months from now, six months from now, five years from now. The truth is if you keep waiting for your circumstances to change until you make a change, nothing is going to change. And it's exactly why I created this program. And it is a reasonable investment so everybody can get in on this. I even have a four-month payment plan. Having said that, if you have questions, you can reach out to me on Instagram, DM me. But in the meantime, let's dive into this episode. You're listening to the Limitless Life Podcast, helping you simplify mindset and energetics by giving you easy-to-use strategies that'll help you ditch the self-sabotage and move through resistance so you can create your limitless life and business. I'm your host, Brenna Johnston, and as a subconscious mindset strategist, I've learned over the years how to make the deep transformational work even easier and far more effective. So join me weekly for new episodes and get ready to step into your highest potential. All right, welcome back to the Limitless Life Podcast, or welcome if you're new here. 
I have a guest with me, as you probably picked up on in the intro of this podcast. I have the Samantha Parker with me, and she is a social media manager and the host of the Glitter Podcast. Welcome, Samantha. Hey, Brenda. Thanks for having me here. This is fun because I know of you, but I don't know you. I know. It's weird, right? Because we're involved in the Abundance League with Tiffany. I follow you on social media. I talk to you on Instagram. But we've never actually had a conversation like this. It's happening. We're just like popping the cherry. (laughs) Yeah. We're like, let's just do this. I wanted to have you on here because you, not only are you a social media manager, you've built a really kick-ass business around social media and you have staff and you're doing all the things. And I get excited about stuff and I jump right in. Can you, let's start at the beginning. <laughs> can, yeah, you, totally. can you kind of give people an idea of like, how did you get here? I know you have a degree in communications and you had to focus on technology, but like what made you go, I think I'm going to be a social media manager and build a kick-ass business. How did we get here? Yeah, I guess I really never saw myself as someone who would be like, oh, I have a business. But, you know, life is like preparing you in that way always. My grandma um, always had a business and she sold it like not even that long ago. Probably, Well, it's like 10 years. Yeah. So that's a while. But, you know, so I grew up around like strong, like women seeing them do their own things and stuff like that. But I really like it wasn't in my head. And in fact, what happened was, is I had a job that I thought was going to be like the most awesome job ever. And it was going to college at the time. So I was 30. (laughs) I wasn't, you know, I wasn't like 20. I wasn't 18. I was 30 and I had two kids. Um, I got a little bit, you know, I did life a little backwards, but that's okay. Yeah. And I had this job that I thought was going to be so awesome. And it turned out to be like a hellhole sucking toxic place. And in the past, I've kind of glazed over it because I don't want to make anyone feel bad. But I was like, God, that was toxic, you know, where um, I would be blamed for things. And I was like, well, no, you said that. Like, I didn't say that or do that. Like, you own it, you know? Um, and the hours were horrible. And what happened was, is I was waking up like in the middle of the night and I would go sit in my closet and just cry. And I just, I didn't know what was wrong with me, but I knew that like something was wrong. And I, I would say it was before I was more self-aware too, you know? Like I was just like pumping through life. I was like, I think we all die. Like I like spirits. I was obsessed with Sylvia Brown. So I wasn't, you know, like in like a weird, like, like I knew there was tons of cool stuff happening. So I feel like it was just like a big wake up call from my soul too. That was like, Hey, this isn't the path you're supposed to be on. And then I got kind of bitch slapped like into another path. (laughs) The bitch slapping. I feel like that happens to all of us. And listen, I didn't leave my toxic corporate job till I was 43. So (laughs) I get the doing things like not how people would expect, but I always say to people, it's interesting how when we're not paying attention, things will happen <laughs> to make us pay attention and go, oh shit, maybe this actually isn't the path I was on. So not you literally, it sounds like had an actual also spiritual awakening. A little bit. I mean, it just gets worse and worse, you know, <laughs> spiritual <laughs> awakening shit <laughs> all the time. I'm like, huh. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't even know. Like that could be happening. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. And I think it's about integration too. And that's, we get really excited because I remember when I went through a lot of stuff in the early, it would have been like 2010 or 2011 around there. I just remember thinking, 
I just want to go higher and I want to connect to all the things and I want to do all the stuff. And I didn't realize I actually had to be grounded. And I didn't, I didn't know how to do that for a really long time. And so life started to feel like I was insane and crazy and all the things. So I can, I can relate to that. (laughs) It's a very interesting space to be in. So the social media thing, why, why were you like, how did I know we, we got excited. How, cause you're very, I watch. I watch you. It sounds so creepy when we say you watch all you want, girl. <laughs> but it's like I can see and feel your energy behind it. And you have this passion for what you're doing. How did you develop that passion for the social media? Like, how did what led you to that? Well, yeah. So I first got into social media too during that time when I quit my job. I quit my job because I was suicidal. Um, the crying in the closet was like the beginning of it. And then one morning I like had plotted out my suicide. Like I was going to go drop my kids off at daycare and school. And I was going to come home and hang myself. Mm-hmm. And that was my like bitch slap, you know, moment. So I had never was like, I'm going to be a social media manager. So, but I realized something big needed to happen. So I didn't like, you know, end my life. And so I ended up quitting my job like that same day, like all this was in the same day. And then I called one of my best friends. And I was like, I did this crazy thing. And she's like, oh my gosh, maybe you should just do my Instagram for a while. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's, I was like, Brenda, it's just like, a, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, I can do that. That and- literally was the universe or God or whoever going, no, this is, you're supposed to be here. Yeah. And I had been kind of like dicking around, like blogging, you know, how we were all blogging for a minute, like, yeah, yeah, like 10 years ago. Okay. (laughs) I was like making little blogs. And so I like warming myself up to it and I didn't realize it. Oh, the blogs just brought back memories. (laughs) Yeah. But so like the passion comes from a place of I've been, it's a really, really low points in my life. And I've had even lower points in that moment in my life, you know, like post all that, like just quitting my job and becoming a social media manager did not like make me like all of a sudden chemically happy, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, It was, you know, it's been a long rough path in 2020, I think, especially like shook any little like cracks that you had. And it made me even a little more crazy. (laughs) And I had to, yeah, you know, I had to really like dive in and be like, why am I like this? But the reason why I feel so passionate about it is because of those places I've been. And I think that it's super important for us as women to show up and show like share with other women that like, Hey, my head's fucked up too, because Mm -hmm. you're sitting there at home and you think that you're the only person who's ever been through anything like this, you know, or you're the only person who's ever had these experiences and blah, blah, blah. And these thoughts, and you think you're a horrible piece of shit, you know? And so I'm like, if you can realize that other people like go through this, there's something really, really special about that. And I, so like a huge part of my passion comes from that. I'm like, ladies, like you belong, you know, in whatever space you're in. And then the other thing is, is I'm like, it pisses me off, like that women get so up in their heads, you know, about like the video is not good enough. It's not good enough. And I do the same thing. Like I'll raise both my hands and I'm like, Hey, we have to do better. You know, we have to just post the content because social media is one of the most powerful fucking tools that we have ever seen, you know, in the history that we've been told (laughs) (laughs) history of marketing that we've been told. Like, you know, and when people are like, I won't get on TikTok and I'm like, TikTok is one of the most powerful platforms in the entire world right now. Like, why wouldn't you be using it? Like people will go viral overnight and they'll completely change their lives. You know, I could show you like account after account, after account, after account. This isn't, you know, and it's people in their cars, 
you know, they're like talking in their cars going viral. It's people showing their like janky ass, like whatever, you know, it's nothing like super curated and polished. So I'm like, you belong here. Now is your time. Like, just do it. You know? And when people come to you, Brenda, I'm sure. And they're like, I want to change my life, but they like, won't put the action behind it. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, Hey, I'm going to show you that I'm scared too, but I'm putting the action behind it. Yes. Oh, so much goodness in that. Yeah. The whole thing about showing up. And it's funny the the TikTok thing, because I've had the biggest resistance to TikTok for so long. It's like I dip my toe in it and then I run away and then I dip my toe in it and I run away. And I couldn't figure out why, because I'm on Instagram and I do the shit over there. There's something about TikTok where I was like, no, that's where all the trolls live. Mm -hmm. And I don't know where that belief came from. I don't, I don't know. But that was a belief that I had to work through. And you, it's so divinely timed sometimes because I'll see posts that you do on Instagram. You're like, just post the damn content. And it was the day I was about to post something on TikTok. I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I want to put this over there. And you posted that. I was like, oh, for fuck. And then I posted and I was like, okay, that was fine. What's the worst that happened? Like you got some likes and like... (laughs) (laughs) Basically, I do find the comments a little funny over there. Like I did a manifesting um, little video the other day and this <laughs> fucking random guy commented that he was manifesting a stronger left hand. I was like, okay. Oh, I for what? I can't even imagine. So he can switch hands in between. <laughs> I was like, wow. Okay, thanks. Buddy. Yeah. And you know, you're going to get that um, because you are exposing yourself to a bigger audience and like more weird stuff, which some of this, I'm like, are these real people? That's where like, you know, my spiritual beliefs come into. I'm like, I don't think you're a real person. Yeah. But you are going to get those comments. But I've honestly, I've had the meanest comments on Instagram when I've had like reels pop off um, of, you know, eat less. Like, I'm like, what? Like, you don't even know my diet or my exercise or anything I'm like I go to the gym all the time like I'm quite healthy you know I'm just not a size two like but so it also though when you see that kind of stuff like eventually like I I don't want to say we develop a thick skin because I do think about it a lot you know but I have to look at like what are my goals and I tell my clients this too I'm like you came to me and you told me that you wanted to be the number one person in DNA testing but yet you refuse to make a video because someone might tell you this you know so you have to look at like, pull back and be like, am I going to do this anyways? You know, is that one comment worth it? So for you, you were like, you can expose yourself to this huge new audience. I'm sure you have amazing business goals, but you were afraid someone might, you know, tell you something like pervy or off the wall. (laughs) Yeah, it was wild. And it was just after Tiffany had gone viral and I was like seeing what she was going through. I was like, holy fuck. I don't know. (laughs) This is like scary. And this is what I do for a living. I do the mindset and the energy stuff for a living. So this is important for everybody listening to this. Like even I have to continuously work through different levels of shit because we're onions. Remember one layer goes away and then we up level and there's another layer to deal with. So we're all human. I love your approach of like, just post the content, like just do it. Because you're right, all of the women, especially the women, there's so many women out there who have so such powerful things to say, and they're not helping the people they should be helping. I always say a secret business is not a business. You have to speak. You have to share your message and your passion and your stories and all the things. So 
just post the content. It's going to be our new like thing that we're going to. No, I, I just had stickers made that came and it says, they say, girl, just post the content on a glitter backdrop, of course. So of course. I, I know we're going to meet in person in LA, number, and I'm bringing stickers that say, girl, just post the content. I love stickers. <laughs> I love stickers. What do you say? Because I also have a lot of clients that come to me and they're like, I want to grow my business. I want to do the thing. I want to change my beliefs. Oh, but I hate social media and I don't want to show up on it. What do you say to those people? I think it's fucking funny. And can we just take this like to um like the roots? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so I, I'm all hold on. You're like, what does that mean? But you're gonna tell me I know it. So um okay, so people are like, I hate social media, right? Okay, so I when people say this, I think of like um what's the word? It just comes from like they don't know or they're not educated around it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the word what's the there's a word. They have for that. like perceptions of what it is. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, I just don't know, you know, (laughs) like, but so I go to the dog park a lot, (laughs) a lot. Okay. I take my little corgi puppy to the dog park and this has become like my thing. My husband thinks I'm crazy, but everyone who goes to the dog park is like over 70, (laughs) except for Samantha. (laughs) I'm 38. Okay. (laughs) And, um, I go to the dog park and I have the cutest puppy. She's a corgi and everyone just loves her. And I sit here and I listen to these old men talk, but I also go to the dog park so that my puppy, because she like needs to get her zoomies out several times a day. And I'm like, I just can't keep up with her or else she's like chewing the wall and stuff, you know? And, um, but I'll sit there and I'm freaking busy. You guys, like I have two kids, I have a military spouse, you know, my husband's in the military. I've got dogs. I've got like just your normal life stuff. And I have like 40 plus 50 clients, you know, like, so I'll sit there at the dog park and I will post all the TikToks for the day. I will like catch up on all my messages. Like I'm just like vibing. Like I just love it. And you know how many comments I get from those old men every single day? The one guy's like, oh, I just noticed like kids on their devices. Like, oh, like, what are you even doing on that? And the other day I turned to this guy and I was like, well, I actually own like a large social media company. And like, this is how like I pay my bills. And it's cool because I get to sit here at the dog park in the middle of the day. You see, I'm the youngest one there because everyone else is at their jobs and you guys are all retired. Mm. And you know what he says to me though, Brenda, (laughs) is he goes, can you show me how to use digital coupons? (laughs) (laughs) So random. (laughs) Yeah, but you can hear the old men comments too, though, right? Looking around her phone over there. And I'm like, let me put a video of you guys. Like, I just don't fucking care. I'm like, this is thousands of dollars pumping into my life, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, digital coupons? I was like, no, I, I don't know anything about digital coupons. But it comes down to that, right? So when people are like, I hate social media, it's almost like, can you show me how to use digital coupons? I'm like, you've just decided you hate social media. Maybe like a religious preacher stood up there and said, like, get off the socials or, you know, something where you made that conscious decision to hate it. But the thing is, is you can hate it. That's fine. Like maybe you're 70 and you're retired and you hang out at the dog park all day and just drink your coffee and smoke your cigarettes, you know, like that's totally fine. But if you're coming to me and you're telling me that you need to grow your business and you're like, I hate social media, like you need to take a really hard fucking look at that. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because I actually have a background in advertising and marketing. I worked in it for 24 years, but when I was in it, everything was really print focused. So as I was like, I would say the last five to 10 years ish, that's when digital stuff was coming in. And I remember I was so resistant to even being on like Facebook or doing the thing. I was like, who cares what I'm doing? 
Like, why do I need to post what I had for lunch? Who cares? But then as I started to grow a business, and I'm still really realizing this, people do care because that's how they relate to us. It's like you tell these stories and you, you're inviting them into your life. And here's the thing. You don't have to share your whole entire life. <laughs> there are aspects of my life, my relationship that I don't share because my boyfriend's very private. I don't share that stuff. <laughs> well, so we put our house up for sale last year in October and I refused to share our house online anywhere. And I had a long talk with my realtor. I was like, there's several reasons. It's, it feels like a safety issue to me because when I had my daughter when I was 18, 19 and my ex-husband is like scary as fuck, even though I haven't been with him since I was 20 years old, you know? Um, but also I said, this is the one thing I get. I feel like I get this. My bedroom gets to be how it is. My kitchen gets to be how it is. And I get this and I'm choosing not to share it. And I had to sit with them. Like, is it a mental block? And I was like, no, this is the one thing I fucking get. So people were like, you moved. (laughs) And I'm like, sure did. (laughs) Yeah. It's wild. I've for years, I would have people send me messages and be like, you know, you should try Bumble or there's all these really great dating apps. And I'm like, thank you for wanting me to be with somebody. I actually have somebody I've been with for like 10 years. They're like, Oh, that's funny. They're like, you, you have a boyfriend. I'm like, yep. (laughs) But that's just the piece that I keep separate. And I think even if he wasn't like, I think even if he liked, I think I would keep that for me just having gone through, like get being married and then the, the, just don't need to share that part. I talk about the divorce a lot because it's important, but I mean, my husband were having some relationship issues like the last like month and a half and people have been like, your energy is a little different. And I was like, yeah, I'm doing stuff like, but it's not your fucking business. You know, someone was like, well, you just share everything online. And I'm like, no, I don't. (laughs) No. And I think that's what prevents a lot of the people, especially that I'm working with. They're like, well, I don't want to share everything online. I'm like, don't share everything online then. But you have to create relationships with people if you want them to work with you well yeah and I always look at things too I'm like is am I using this as an excuse right or is this something that just like this is just a core belief and value of who I am mm-hmm. it, it is really hard to def- like decide for yourself like what is that you have to be really fucking honest with yourself yeah and you know it's crazy a lot of the people that I work with they've never even explored what their core values are so sometimes that's one of the first places we need to start. It's like, well, what do you value? What do you value as a person? And what are your business core values? It's like, oh, I've never actually thought about that. And I think that's one of the things that can prevent people from showing up fully online as well. Other than, you know, the whole, I don't want to be trolled and I don't want this to happen. And my face looks fat. Listen, man, I'm the biggest physical size I've ever been in my life right now. <laughs> And I go through that. I'm like, oh, God, I look so chubby. No, I just have to show up. I have to come out of the cave. <laughs> like, it's what we have to do. I know. And I wish that those things didn't exist. But like, could you imagine if everything we did, we just walked around like getting praise, you know? Um, I recently like, this is so inappropriate. I was like, I recently tripped balls with my shaman. But <laughs> Nothing is inappropriate on this podcast, just so you know. <laughs> I was like, Sam, say it appropriately. I was like, I did a guided psilocybin journey and we'd been working for two years together up to this point. And that's one of the things that she was like talking about how we all need to come back to neutrality. And I was like, again, triple balls. I was like, actually, we don't. There's like no point in that, you know? So that's one thing you guys have to remember too, is like, 
if I, everything I put out, everyone just like threw roses at my feet and was like, you're a goddess and a God. Like, I actually wouldn't even know what that was if I didn't experience the other things, you know? Like, so the dichotomy of life is like bizarre. I'm like, it gets dark every night and light every day. Like, come on, you guys. Mm, that's so important for people to realize too, because I think, and I've talked about this before, there's this weird pendulum swing where it's like, we have to be this or you have to be this. You have to be in your feminine or you have to be in your masculine. It's like, no, they all work together. All this stuff has to be together. And I think people get caught up in that. And I could go down a spiral about healing loops, but we're not going to do that. But we're, we're healing the healing to heal the healing to heal the healing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we're constantly like, looking for our deficits. I had a coach one time. She's like, we're going to look for your deficits. Oh. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Okay. She's like, well, we have to find all of your deficits. I'm like, I'm pretty sure we don't need to find all of my deficits. Like that's not actually what has to happen. We don't need to heal every single aspect of ourselves to move forward. So that was an interesting, it was interesting. Yeah. Well, I have a hard time with like clutter and things. And I realized it's because I am very ADHD, DD, I don't know. And like neurodivergent and things. And so I'll be doing one thing and that's like, oh, whoa, 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 you know? And for the longest time, I was constantly like in this battle with myself that like I was just being um, an OCD bitch and me wanting things a specific way was like the control and all this stuff. And I'm like, no, I've gone to enough therapy. I've done enough things where I'm like, well, actually it's just how my brain functions. And so it's kind of cool though. Cause now I can go to my husband and be like, Hey, like I'm struggling. Like I can't make dinner with all this instead of him just think I'm being, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. And that's a big piece of it too, is really that self-awareness piece and understanding, not just understanding how you function, but having understanding for yourself. And that's where that whole self-love stuff comes in. And I think, cause I know, I think it's in your bio, you talk about how self-love is the key to everything. And I do, I think that it's, it is a big part of it, but also understanding that self-love can look different for all people. Oh, self-love is so different for everybody. That's the thing is like, everyone wants to hand you their pamphlet because it made them feel better and they think it should make you feel better. And I'm like, but I don't even like cherries, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to dance under the moon and talk to my womb. (laughs) I'm like, I did that. And I was like, Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. Oh my God, we we go in so many directions with this. I want to pull it back to the social media for a few minutes. The the challenge a lot of people seem to have when they're doing the social media is they're like, well, how do I know if I'm supposed to be doing promotional content or like engaging content or like value-driven stuff? I've watched people who are not on social media for months pop on there and be like, I have a program, join it. And I'm like- the energy behind that's just gross. So how, what tips would you have for people? Like how, how should they be breaking that up? Promotional, engaging, value driven. Oh my God. That's such like a, I feel like, well, that's a deep question. (laughs) I'm like, I think we've been talking about deep healing. So I figured we'd talk about deep social media. Well, okay. So one of those things like where if I'm on my platforms all the time, right, I've developed a relationship with people. I've been there for eight years. I'm like, I could promote every day if I wanted to, right? Like I've done the legwork and I continue to do the legwork. 
Um, but I think if you're like brand new, I think I always tell people to start with their profit first. So we kind of work backwards or I'm like, I've had people come to me and they're like, I want to build social media. And I'm like, Oh, well like tell me your business streams and your income and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, Oh, uh, uh, and I'm like, Hey, it's cool. Like set up your business and come back to me because I don't want to just put out content to put out content for you. And then what happens to is they're like, social media doesn't work, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay <Bert. laughs> yeah. And that just comes from experience. So Part of it is like, if you've done your base, you know, if you've done the base work, you've shown up a ton, you're building community, like do whatever you want, like provide value. There's no, okay. There's no formula. In fact, like I scroll through Instagram reels and this is why I like TikTok more. I scroll through Instagram reels and it's like, here's how I went viral. Read the caption. So I read the caption and it's like, I posted every day. I found my keywords and use these hashtags. And then, oh, and then I used a trending song and I'm like, there is no actual facts or evidence to like back that up. Like a trending song will not make you go viral at all. You guys at all, you can have no music on your stuff and go viral. I have clients to prove it. Like I have the data to prove it, you know? So it's hard because you're scrolling and you're seeing all this shit. So you want a roadmap. Like you want someone like me to give you a roadmap and be like, Sundays post this Tuesdays post this, right? (laughs) We all want that when I'm like, no, just like do your posts, show people what you're about decide what your personality is on social media, right? Develop your core values and then just decide like when you want to do it. I think promoting every single day looks different because every one of my posts is going to have a call to action at the end. And I teach people to write like three or four that are based on their profit and income streams. And then we just put that at the bottom of their posts all the time, you know, or if you're posting a carousel, there's going to be a couple slides at the end there about the programs and the things that you offer. So it's maybe like making it less complicated, you know? (laughs) Mm-hmm. and I, making it easier I actually think and I know I fell into it I would see those things and they're like oh you have to post like three times a day and do the and I was like three times a, who the hell has time to post three times a day I don't have time to do that and so then I would just shut down and not do it yeah like oh well and the other thing too is like you know who says to post three times a day is Brock Johnson that's who you're referring to <laughs> and, um but I'm like here's the thing is Brock is like here's your formula and he's like play like it's almost like you know he has a Nintendo DS game but you're like a PlayStation and he wants to put his Nintendo DS game into your PlayStation which sounds sexual but and then you're like, I'm playing the game won't work. I don't understand the game, you know? Parts are not fitting. <laughs> no, it's yeah, and, though. <laughs> yeah, so it's like these girls who are like, here's my viral formula. I'm like, okay, have you helped other people do that? Have you repeated it? Does it work across the board? And that's one thing I think that sets me apart is I do work with all kinds of businesses. I've got lawyers, I've got brick and mortars, I've got online coaches. So like, I understand like the core aspects of social media and that just like, we just got to get you out there. <laughs> You know, we got to get you out there. We got to establish who you are and drive people back to your revenue streams. Mm-hmm. I really liked, and it was one of the reasons I jumped back over to TikTok. You're like, it's way simpler. You don't even have to write captions. <laughs> I was like, no, like, make huh. a copy. Yeah. So TikTok is an SEO driven platform just so like people don't have some, you know, basis behind it. It's an SEO driven platform. So I, I call it my two, two, two method. Okay. So <laughs> You need to figure out what your two keywords are, and then you need to make sure that you type them on the screen, hide them in the corner. So let's say money, man- you're like, talk about money manifesting, right? So money manifesting, online business tips. Maybe that's like your thing is you help people manifest more money in your business. So there's your two key phrases, right? So I'm typing them in the screen, I'm hiding them. Then I do my captions, add my title to the video. 
then all I've done is I've taken those two keywords and I've wrote a caption. I save it in my notes app, right? Like if you want to learn more about money manifesting in your online business, you know, head to the link in bio. And then I copy it and I paste it into every caption that I'm doing. And then I make sure that as well, those two keywords are two of the hashtags I'm using and then never change your hashtags, never. So like if there happens to be coffee in your video and you have nothing to do with coffee, don't fucking hashtag your video coffee on TikTok. It's very just SEO driven platform, just repetitive, 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 repetitive. But you can get as creative as fuck with the videos. Well, and you know what I like about it? You can talk more than 90 seconds because one of my challenges and Tiffany and I joke about this, I'm verbose. I like to talk. So on Instagram, for me to do a really value-driven like thing in 90 seconds, I find myself talking like this and it's really fast and nobody's going to understand me. But on TikTok, I can talk like a normal person and not have to like worry. Yeah. And then people get in their head too. They're like, well, I want to repurpose it because they've seen people talking about repurposing content. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. You just can't, you know? So the talking head videos that are three to four minutes long on TikTok, they do awesome. They do freaking awesome. They kill it. Um, the videos that are you of your talking head on Instagram, they don't do well. <laughs> yeah. It's an interesting, it's interesting just playing around with it. And I think too, it's important for people to go into it with like let go of the attachment, just like when you're manifesting, let go of the attachment, allow yourself to be curious, allow yourself to just play with it, have some fun being on there. And for all the people who are like, oh my God, I hate doing videos. Do you know that in the beginning, if you look back at my reels, they're all the funny voiceover ones because those were easy for me to do and ironically not feel like a spaz. That's how I got better. (laughs) No, for sure. And that's what, you know, people you're scrolling. in, so you're seeing, I'd say you're seeing the top 1% of the 1%. So you're seeing the most viral content when you're scrolling, but you don't realize there's like all this just mid-level content out there. Right. And then there's all this, like, we're going to say shitty because my first stuff was shitty, you know, where I'm like, what was that? That doesn't even make sense. (laughs) I know. I look back at some of the stuff. I'm like, all of that exists, right? All of that exists in this little app somewhere in the universe, right? All of these levels exist. And so if you're comparing yourself to that top 1% of the 1%, like that doesn't make any sense, right? That's like me being a cool little piece of salt lamp, you know? And then I'm like, oh, but I saw a diamond. You know what I mean? But it's like, yeah. (laughs) And it's so common for people to get caught in that comparison spiral. It's like, but so-and-so's feed looks like this and they're doing that and their, their life is better and they're making more money. And I'm like, how do you know they're making more money? How do you know? (laughs) Well, so fantasy marketing is so prevalent today. Like it's everywhere. I could open my Instagram and I'll be fantasy marketing, fantasy marketing, fantasy marketing. And that was a dark, that was like a dark night of soul that I went through where I realized that everyone was liars, which was (laughs) That's like how I viewed it. But I had to spend a lot of money to realize that first. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. And I was like, oh, and then I like wanted to quit my business. And like, you know, I was like, everyone just fucking lies. It was like a weird, of course, there was like more subconscious stuff behind that, you know? (laughs) Um, I'm like, why does everyone lie to me? You know what I mean? But that was actually like a really big gift to me as well as I realized that like, oh, I'm very good at being like, that's bullshit you know? And even this girl the other day was like, look at this realtor. She has all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, let me look at it. And I'm like pulling it up and I'm showing her like all the bot comments, you know, and I'm showing her all, you know what I mean? Yeah. And she's like, so I've been comparing myself to this girl when I'm like, yeah, it's not, it's not what you think it is. 
it's not real. It's like in the olden days. And I don't know if this is still a, a thing, but you could buy like followers and likes and all. You still content. can. Yeah. But I remember seeing this one woman who I knew because we had done a training together and all of a sudden she had like 60,000 followers. And I was like, this is bullshit. And so I start looking through and she paid for these. Like that's not even. Yeah. And you just have to be like, well, oh, cool. But this is something you guys need to know. Like you need to have that fundamental information that you're like looking at like an alternate world. <laughs> No, for real. It is an alternate world. That is such a good way to preface what it is. So because how do you flip it? Right. Cause we sound super negative too. <laughs> so like, what would you say to that? <laughs> well, and the thing about that is recognizing that when you are clear on what you value it actually, and when you manage your energy daily and consistently, <laughs> it becomes easier to spot the things that aren't real and it becomes easier to spot the things that are real and it becomes easier to find the people who are authentic and who have integrity and who really do want to help people and then you just clear out the other shit and when you come across the other shit you go oh this is making me feel a certain way why does it make me feel this way okay cool I've addressed it now I can deal with it and move on and go back to focus on the outcome you want if you're focused on finding the shit, you're going to find more of the shit. If you're focused on finding the people who have integrity and who truly want to help people, you're going to find them. And there's a shit ton of them on social media. I met you through social media. I first met Tiffany through social media. I've made so many beautiful relationships with people through Instagram who, and a lot of them have been on the podcast. I never would have met these people if it wasn't for that platform. So many. I mean, I wouldn't have a job if it wasn't for the platforms, but <laughs> so many. And the other thing too, you guys, is like, if you can't get over your block of using social media, you need to probably hire a social media manager or like for my clients, a ton of them, we show up in person. And this morning I was just down filming for a girl. She's like, you know, she's really awesome at what she does. And she, she's like ready to grow and all the things, but super, super nervous to do her videos. So it's like, well, we're going to push you off the cliff. You know, I'm like, I'm standing here with a camera <laughs> and I've got a creative director here, you know? And she's like, I got this, I got this. So it's just like, you know, Brenda, like what you do for a living, if you can't move on or like, you've got these blocks going on, get someone who's going to push you off the cliff or, you know, help you build it. No, I push them off the cliff too. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, that sounds kind of harsh, but you know what I mean? Like sometimes I need those people in my life. I'll even tell my husband, I'm like, I need some, you know, when I'm slacking off, like I, you know, you need people in your life to be like, what are you doing, bitch? <laughs> yeah. I always joke. Like if you're looking for the type of mentor, who's going to be all rah, rah, la la cheer. That's, I mean, that's not me. I'm, I am very supportive of people, but like you have to do the work. <laughs> like I can't, I'm not mad. I mean, I am kind of magical, but I can't, I can't just go poof. And suddenly everything is different. Like we all have to do the work. We have to take action. Energy follows intention. You have to, you can't just sit on your couch and go, Oh, I don't know why nobody's like hiring me because nobody knows you have a fucking business. Cause you're not talking about it. Yes. And that's how easy social media is too. I did a whole podcast series on one of my clients. Um, they have a bar in the back of their store and it's like super cool. And all we had to do is start posting, Hey, there's a bar back here. 
that is actually super cool i would have been like oh my god i totally want to go there yeah like did you know there's a bar back here you fuck off no way <laughs> right you know <laughs> and i know people are listening they're gonna be like but i don't have a bar it doesn't matter <laughs> just post the content just take the actions and there's a lot of listen I don't have a problem with the word hustle but I know some people get triggered by the word hustle culture I think there's seasons of hustle we have to hustle and take action so that we can chill and do the things but I think people get caught up in that so when it comes to mental health because I think this is really important the mental health and the social media aspect what are some approaches or tips or suggestions that you could share with people based on like your experiences working with people and your own personal experiences to help their mental well-being in the context of the social media realm like should they be taking detoxes what should they be doing yeah I was like there's so many layers here because if your issue with you know like social media is like I'm on my phone too much and you know I was doing that I was like in the mornings or like you should never get up and look at your phone I love 30 minutes in the morning in fact I make sure I like when I'm mapping out my morning I love 30 minutes of uninterrupted scroll time where I just look at all the shit I want to look at and I don't even care and so a lot of it is ending the guilt cycle around you know so for some people it's going to be guilt right they feel like they shouldn't be on the apps because you do you have a large population out there that's like don't be on these apps blah 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 you know So you have to decide for yourself, like, am I numbing out with social media or is this coming from a healthy place? And then just drop the fucking guilt around it, right? Like those old men at the dog park could make me feel guilty for being on my phone. And I'll be like, oh, I feel stupid if I'm on my phone, but like they don't, you know, but I've come a long way. So I've done a lot of work. Okay. For like a lot of areas of my life that have translated into, I don't fucking care if I'm on my phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't care. You know, my friend the other day, well, she's actually my client and she has been so hard to get video from me and her are constantly fighting. <laughs> I'm like, you told me this was your goal, but you refused to record the video. <laughs> she's a friend. So I can, you know, <laughs> but, um, but she's like, but I'm just trying to be in the moment, Sam. And I'm like, okay, but your goal is to show the event that you're hosting. Like, um, I need you to pick up your phone for 30 seconds. Like, don't make such a big deal out of it. You know, I think that's a lot of it is like, you're making such a big deal out of it. So, you know, I, if I'm on, like, if I'm at the gym, like, yeah, I'm going to answer messages in between sets. Like, I don't care. But if this is the thing, you guys, it's again, coming back to super amount of self-awareness. If I am like, I'm feeling toxic, I'm feeling drained from it. If I'm feeling overstimulated, it just gets turned over. You know, like I just turned the phone over. So it, but that's me again, not feeling guilty that I'm not like answering the messages and doing the things. So a lot of it, I think comes down to self-worth, right? Yeah. Is that what I'm saying here? Is that what I'm saying? It's true. And I think, so when I was building my business, I was still working full-time in corporate for, for me, I used to say I have a crossword puzzle business because I would fit things into different chunks. Like anytime I had spare time, I would be doing something. And so when I started just working like only for me, like after I left corporate, I still have, like, I still function in that way and it works for me. So it's like, oh, I'm walking in nature, but I might reply to a something that a, like a question that a client has. I'm not doing that the whole nature walk. I'm just doing it. But I also had to set really clear boundaries and go, look at just because somebody messages you, you don't have to reply right away. <laughs> it's managing your energy. That's what it is. Is because I'm like, oh, if my energy is feeling drained, you're not going to get, you know, the response that you'd like or the risk, not, you know, 
you're not going to get the Samantha who you pay to show up for you. Yeah, exactly. Hmm, I love this. So reflecting back on your journey, what would one piece of advice be that you wish you had when you started doing this type of work? I don't know, because so much of a lot of the shit that I went through, you know, when you first start a business, you go through a lot of shit. And even today I'm dealing with some shit, um, which I would, you know, that's fantasy marketing. Everyone's like, look how fun my life is. Like I just spent three days in Vegas and I, you know, I didn't mention that one of my team members quit at two in the morning while I was there via a Slack message and just royally fucked me. And I've been up since four this morning because, you know, I have to run the business now. Like I'm picking up her job. So it's one of those things where I'm like, would I go back and tell myself not to do things or not to spend this money, you know, by a program that wasn't going to work out or not to do that? I don't think I would. I don't think I would give myself any advice. <laughs> I actually love that advice. I wouldn't give myself any advice. You, do you know what though? Listening to that answer, I'm like, huh, I actually don't think I would give myself any advice either because aren't we supposed to learn the lessons? Yeah. I'm like, aren't we supposed to do those things? Um, you know, I, I like the headspace I'm in at this point in my life and the work I've done. And when things come up, you know, I've even gotten to where like, I can be with my husband. I'm like, Hey, I'm feeling crazy right now. And I'm going to ask you questions that are going to trigger you, but I just want you to know I'm feeling insecure. Is it okay if I do that? You know, Uh (laughs) instead of just like, yeah having the like verbal diary and they're looking at you going what the what just happened here yeah and like you know even today I'm like I'm just taking today I'm like okay I looked and I'm like okay what are her tasks that would have needed to be completed for clients tomorrow I okay we're just here today do I know like my plan moving forward no it hasn't come to me yet but Mm -hmm. I'm not stressed about it I'm like it's all okay Mm. do you recommend just to be talking about plans do you recommend that people batch all of their content I do. Yeah. Because your energy is going to change so much, you know, like, um, if I didn't have a post scheduled this morning, I wouldn't have had a post go out today because I've got other things that are feeling like a priority. Do you know what I'm saying? So this is my big thing too, is I want to end the fact that like you woke up and you're like, Oh my God, what should I post today? So what do you do? What do you do? You start scrolling your phone and then you just throw up something fucking stupid. And I'm like, does that have anything to do with your business goals or your profit revenue? And again, when you ask me how many times a day should I post each, I'm like, well, what's your business goals? You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what your goals are right now, Brenda. <laughs> but it's true. It's like, a, we get in this space of like, oh, I have to do it this way. And you're right. I And listen, the batching thing, I don't batch like a week's worth of stuff because my brain just doesn't, I'm not there yet. But I'll do like several things or take like B-roll video or do like random that I can turn into something really quickly. Yeah. You've heard me talk about the content bank, right? So if you have a content bank, which every content bank has two good things, you can say, tell I can repeat these things a lot, huh? (laughs) Important though. So what are those two things that are in the content bank? Oh yeah. Um, So one is always videos of yourself. So that could be B-roll, you know, you need to get clips of what it is that you're doing in your life. Like maybe you grabbed a coffee you know, and I know a lot of people are like, well, I'm just on Zoom meetings. I'm like, well, just record yourself typing or record yourself talking. To your- I have chickens, dude. I would post, I would go out and record myself standing next to my chickens. I'm like, and that has nothing to do with my business, but you need lots of clips about your life because you can tie anything back into what it is you do. So every content bank, you need an iPhone folder, like full iPhone photo folder full of like just videos of you, like, <laughs> you know? So every day, just grab a couple clips because then when you're like, it's time to do content, you have all the stuff you need. And then maybe, you know, you record two or three face to camera videos. I have to tell you something funny. (laughs) So 
I would like store all these things in my phone. And I'm like, oh my God, like I could never find them. I didn't realize, maybe I did realize, but I just didn't, I never had folders. Yeah, folders. <laughs> I was like scrolling. I'm like, this is so stupid. I can't find it. And then I heard you talking about folders and I'm like, why have I not made folders? <laughs> I know. This is just things I've learned though from having to manage so much content, you know? And then the second thing your content bank really needs is like just a running list of ideas of things that you want to share with your community slash audience, whatever you want to call your people. And I gather those all the time. So, you know, keep a running notes log when like you, like I actually will like, I've made a couple notes of things that you've asked me you know, and I'm like, that's going to go into my content bank idea. Cause the things you're asking me are the things that people want to hear. And again, if you guys are like, I've no, I don't have clients. I don't talk to anyone. Like I tell people just to set up calls with people with like very specific questions about what they do. And you know, I, when I do this too, I'm like, I'll send someone like a gift or something in the mail, you know, be like, could I, we all hate this word, but could I pick your brain? And you know, you were just very intentional about your questions. I'm like, where do you struggle with social media? And that's actually how I learned that people, it wasn't that they were struggling with like a what to post. That's not actually it at all. What it is, is that they are so in their heads about what they're posting that they're overanalyzing everything else. Mm. And I didn't realize that until like, I started like actually getting on calls with people and listening and, you know, and that grows my content bank. Mm. I just keep all of them in an actual note thing on my phone that I've yeah. pinned to the top so I can find it easily. I just add stuff to it all the time. I'm like, Oh, that'd be, Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. I talk about that. Oh, I should do that. Yeah. I used, we use Trello in our business, um, just to keep all the clients and stuff. But like, if you're making your own content, you have everything you need on your phone right now. Yeah. It's crazy. You can literally run a business just from your phone. Oh uh, yeah, you can. Who would have thought? <laughs> I mean, I do prefer my giant iMac, but that's. Uh, okay. Yeah. Same, same. I do. <laughs> I have Canva on my phone because I was like, I might need it on my phone. I've never once used it on my phone because it's. I will like, sometimes I'll download stuff off of it, you know, but like designing in Canva is on your phone is fucking bitchy. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, my fingers are, I can't, my nails first. And then, yeah. well, where'd it go? Where'd it go? <laughs> Just disappears sometimes. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm going to link in the show notes where everybody can find you, but where's the best place for people to hang out with you? Well, so I'm on Instagram, the Samantha Parker, TikTok is chill at chill glitter. Um, on Facebook, I have my Facebook group too. It's the glitter. It's called the glitter. If you go to the glitter.me, all of my links are linked up there. And I'll put that all in the show notes before I have two more questions for you, because you just made me think of something. How many platforms, like you're on three platforms, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Yeah, I guess I am. Yeah. How many, really like, is there a rule and I'm using air quotes about how many platforms you should be on? Well, everyone should be on Instagram, right? Like we're searching and we're looking at your business on Instagram. You can treat it like the yellow pages if you'd like. Um, <laughs> it is actually like the yellow pages. That's a good analogy. Yeah. And then I won't take clients on anymore if they're not willing to at least start their TikTok, you know? So yeah, I'm like, I'm not a match for you because I'd be doing you a major disservice. That's just where we're at right now. So it's Tuesday, August 29th, 2023. <laughs> um, but maybe like, you know, you're stellar at LinkedIn. People are always like, well, I'm going to repurpose my stuff over on LinkedIn. And I'm like, well, like, is that like a pop-in platform for you? Or are you just doing that for your shits and giggles? Um, you know, if Pinterest is a good, Pinterest is not a social media platform, but you know, like, <laughs> 
it's an SEO driven platform. It's like a badass Google with visuals, but you know, if like you have stuff that like people are going to click and buy, like you just have to look at your business and where it's appropriate. And I know everyone says, use the platforms that you use. And I'm like, Oh girl, push yourself out of your comfort zone. Um, I went through a phase where I hated Facebook and I didn't post on it for two years. So. Yeah, I don't, I used to have like a Facebook page. It's probably still there. I have no idea. Oh yeah. We don't use the Facebook page. Yeah. Like even Facebook, the only thing I post on there is like my morning walks and I don't even do that as much anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Like I'll post on my feed. I don't post anything opinionated on my feed anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. I just like don't have the time or mental energy for that. I love, um, I just recently reopened my Facebook group and I love it. Like right now today we're doing a five day Instagram story sprint challenge where I'm like sharing like for five days, like I just pre-recorded videos, you know, and we dropped them in each day. Um, and people are just like, that's super awesome. So I also feel like it's a space where like I can help educate and help other people because there's so many lies out there about social media. And I'm like, let me teach you from like an actual social media manager who's working with all kinds of businesses, not just someone who's like, this is how I went viral this one time in 99. Mm, <laughs> yes. Oh. Wait, that could be a good t-shirt. This one time I went viral in 99. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm choking on spit. That would actually make a great t-shirt. I always joke because I have LinkedIn and I have Pinterest and I always say LinkedIn to me is like the really kind of unattractive guy and you know he's probably got some really good qualities but you just you're like I just can't relate to you right now. Yeah I'm like I don't know I mean that's nice like you have a suit on like but I'm more of a blue collar girl and I'm gonna hang out on TikTok. That's just so weird over there because every time I'm over there, I'm getting like spammed by all these people going, you should hire me. We should could grow your thing. I'm like, what? What? (laughs) Yeah. Just go away. Get out of my inbox. You're not even, (laughs) it feels like um, sleazy car salesman to me. Like, yeah, it's it's just not my space. Okay. It's just, but that's the thing. If you're like, oh, I'm baller at LinkedIn, you know? And I'll always tell people, I'm like, I know nothing about it. I cannot provide a strategy for you. So again, that's just like, if someone needs a LinkedIn strategist, like I'm just not the girl for them. But see, core value, integrity. You're not going to sell the shiny objects. You're not going to give them the bold claims that you have no receipts to back up because it's really easy to fall into that. Like really easy. Okay. I have one more (laughs) question for you. Okay. 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 Ask this of everybody. Okay. Obviously the name of the podcast is the limitless life. So what I was going to be like, I will drink gin occasionally. (laughs) Oh, I love gin. See pumpkin spice. I won't do, but gin I will do and champagne and rye. Wait, you guys don't call rye rye. You call rye is bourbon in the state. Isn't it whiskey? Well, it might also be called whiskey, but like good rye, I think is called bourbon. Cause I remember being in the States one time and I said, can I have a rye and ginger ale? And the guy looked at me like I was a Martian. I was like, Oh, oh bourbon. And he was like, Oh, okay. Well, there's like rye whiskey and rye bourbon. I'm not like a liquor connoisseur. I would say I was a wine connoisseur for sure. See, we can be wine friends. Yes. Just not pumpkin spice friends. That's okay. It's okay. You don't have to like my chickens or my pumpkin spice. Right. I like the chickens. Oh, okay. Okay. I just <laughs> threw them in there. <laughs> so my question is, what does living a limitless life mean to you? 
Oh, that's great. I think it's one where you can see, or like you can have the idea, right? So you have the idea. You're like, wow, that'd be a really cool to experience that. And it could be something as like, I want to go swimming today, you know? And instead of finding all the reasons why you can't, you just go do the experience. Mm, I love that. Just go do it. Just go do it. Just post the content. Listen, if you found this episode helpful or the picked up some key nuggets or you have some new mantras from this, screenshot it, tag me, tag Samantha. I'm going to like, I can't wait to get this episode out because there's so much good information in here. Thank you for taking time out of your busy day to uh, hang out and have this conversation with me. Thank you.